0: Welcome to Mommy Making Millions, the podcast. I'm your hostess, Marquita Deshay, mompreneur mentor, author, and visionary strategist. I help mompreneurs develop balance between their businesses and their babies while attaining generational wealth, simply taking their ideas and helping them to turn it into profitable income. Join me bi weekly as I put the spotlight on other successful millionaire mompreneurs for them to also share their best business practices and truly unveil what it looks like from the glamorous life to the deep, dark, nitty gritty life of a mompreneur. Hey, I want to be mindful of your time. So I definitely want to welcome everybody back to another episode of Mommy Making Millions, the podcast. I'm super excited. I have been chasing our guests around for... I've been chasing our guests around for probably four weeks now. But you know what? I'm gonna be honest, I have been chasing a lot of my guests around uh, because you guys are really mommies that are in pursuit of real businesses, not just y'all look good on the outside, right? On social media, but mm-hmm. on the back, y'all ain't really got nothing going on. So uh it's a, it's a good it's a, it's a good chase. Um, so I'm gonna So yeah, so thank you for being very flexible. And y'all, we have to be real quick with our interview because this Mommy Millionaire is on her way to the airport. I know,
1: uh, (laughs) but y'all, she has been so gracious in all of this because the majority of these free schedules have been my fault with my crazy stuff going on over here and just oversights on my end so I appreciate you for, Marquita, for just being so understanding and still even being interested after having to reschedule so many times so thank you thank you thank you my
0: pleasure so you know how to devil work. we're gonna talk about that in just a second <laughs> I want to go ahead and introduce our guest she is the founder of the McGee Law Firm better known as Trademark My Stuff she's a mommy of three just like me and a wife so y'all <laughs> <laughs> this is why we talking about this, right?
1: Yes.
0: I love her story. She's gonna tell us how uh, she actually got into the law field. In just a minute, but she actually was also a valedictorian class of 2018. um yes. Prior to yes, give yourself. Let's talk about that.
1: Thank oh, <laughs> you. Thank you. I, thank I, you, I, thank I graduated you. on a wing and a <laughs> yeah, I did too, girl. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. That was all God, because I was just as shocked as the rest of us. Okay.
0: <laughs> yes. So, without further ado, this is Miss Kiana McGee. If you have not already guessed already, and Kiana, I'm gonna be all the way real. What I yeah. loved about you, I know we met at the refresher uh, with the Monique Rodriguez. Um, is it refresh retreat retreat? Yeah, yeah. And um, you were doing. You were speaking on trademarking my stuff, right? Some things that um, all of us need to be prioritizing if we are not already trademarked. Um, but what I really fell in love with you as a whole was just your, um, personality of just your story. And I think that, um, in the season of becoming transparent, something that I struggled with very early on, um, is in in getting to being where I am now was the, the effortlessness to be just transparent in a world where people are just showing up, looking like they're already successful.
1: Yeah, that's so true. That's so true. And honestly, I, what I learned that um was that people love to be a part of the story. And so a lot of marketing books will tell you, you know, mm-hmm. tell your story, tell your story, tell your story, but the more powerful dynamic is that letting and allowing people to be a part of the story and to go along the journey with you. So not, I mean, of course, we all love a good story. We all love a, you know, um, the underdog story and somebody made it or whatever, and those are still powerful. But the more bang for the buck is allowing people to be able to feel like they went on that journey with you or that they were a part of that story as well. And so then it feels like a joint success and not just a solo success that they watched. Still great story, but all the more powerful if people feel like they went along with it for you or along with it with you. And I think that um, has just been, by the grace of God, just something that my audience, rians really if that's what we want to call it cuz i don't even know what, what to call it but they've been here from the beginning and so before i went to law school when i had a different blog like a lot of people know me from a whole different company from a t-shirt company we had I had a blog first then we transitioned from the blog to a t-shirt company went from the t-shirt company they watched me get accepted to law school they watched me matriculate through law school then to graduation and now to this and so they've been here they've seen you know every ounce of the story from studying late nights to like I said getting accepted in the first place just everything and so I think that has helped a lot of just it helped me be transparent because there wasn't no reason of me trying to fake the funk they all knew you know what I mean they all saw the transition and they all saw the journey from no kid to one kid to two kids to three and so it just helps me to always keep that in mind as far as quote-unquote marketing is concerned everything isn't for the gram as far as like oh well let me share this just because but because they have all been here from the beginning, it's easy for me to continue to be, to share and and to tell what's going on or, you know, what's happening just because I know people have been here and some people, you know, everybody isn't, you know, pro you, but some of people really are, you know, supportive of your journey and just truly excited to see you do the next thing or level up or whatever. And so I, I try to be as transparent as possible and letting people know, you know, every day ain't great. But the great days are great days and so you know that I think that helps at least it helps me at least.
0: That's so good. No, that's perfect because and it shows like they're like I said just sitting there and just you know getting a feel for who you were. I think that there is this specific glow that that was, or I like to call it residue, um, yeah. that was just on you. And I always talk about at least this season of, um, this is our first season. And mm-hmm. I was like, Lord, how I'm going to get these people that's busy <laughs> <laughs> to work with me. Like how, Yeah, you know? yeah. we got to stop selling ourselves short because we exactly. have to know God is going to exactly. give us a vision. And to just kind of even speak to like me losing my aunt and my cousin, mm, um, yeah, that was probably really, it wasn't probably, it was really devastating because um, yeah. part of that, I still had to show up on mm-hmm. social media and it was things that I wanted to tell my community that I couldn't tell my community. Of course. We had friends and families and then um, you want to look like, you know, you're still just, um basically just okay. showing up you know right yeah yeah yeah
1: yep yeah, yep yeah. yep
0: so yeah. thank you for mentioning that um mm-hmm. I wanted to also talk about just um getting back to the drawing board a little bit because I know I did speak on that most recently in a part of your story you talked about how what was it the number 21 when you got accepted to law school uh yeah. Yeah.
1: 413 a uh, 413 yeah.
0: yeah yes yeah And, um, I know I was speaking to, I think it was my husband and I was telling him your story, but can you elaborate just a little bit for those that don't know your story, what that score means, what it meant, um, as it relates to how you actually had to get back to the drawing board to your success and where it's landed you today.
1: Yeah, so um, before you go or enter into law school, you have to take. Some people are they now accept the G another another test, but at the time when I was entering law school, you had to take what's called the LSAT test to be able to qualify to get in. And long story short, I um, I bombed the test the first time I took the test, and I was like, uh. Lord, I'm not trying to take this again. Like, this is ridiculous. I, I I, I mean, the test has nothing to do with the law whatsoever. So like, I'm not even sure why they having us do this. I was just so upset by it. And I told the Lord, like, you know, I'm going to take this test one more time. And um, and that's it. Like, that's all I got is, is one more test in me. And so I wanted to do something drastic to let the Lord know, like, I'm serious about this. Like, I want to you know, create some type of sacrifice so you can see how serious I am about going after this. Cause I know, you know, this is what you told me. And, um, and anywho, I, I, I was like, okay, what kind of fast can I do to let the Lord know like how serious I am? And long story short, this is not in the Bible. I know I talked about this at the retreat. I do not recommend this to anybody listening. So please do not try this. This was not a good idea. Let me stress that, but this is all I had at the time. And I was like, um, I was like, okay, so what can I eat all week that's going to allow me to show the Lord that I'm serious, but also not die at the same time. I don't want to die, but I want it to be a, very, a, a fast that's going to stretch me physically. And I was like, okay, well, I can fast from all food, but I just need some type of shake or milk or something, some type of liquid that's going to basically keep me alive for the next seven days. And so I fasted from all food and just drank chocolate milk for seven whole days. And I mean, like Nesquik chocolate milk. It probably was the worst type of chocolate milk you could probably buy. I had white milk and I would make chocolate milk by combining the Nesquik, the nest syrup in there and just mixing it up and literally had that for seven days as my fast. And I just want, like I said, I was trying to do something that would prove to God, like, you know, this is, this is what I want and this is. Is what I need for you to do I need to make the score drastically higher than what it is right now so that I can get in because I needed to make up for my GPA at the time and so anywho I took the, the test again the scores come out and the first time I took the test I got a 140 a 141 the second time I took the test I got a 143 and i needed like a 152 so long story short i know that doesn't sound far off but in the score score realm it was way way off Mm -hmm. and so i was just devastated i was so upset at the lord i'm like you know i did this drastic fast i did everything i knew how to do i studied i did all this and i still bombed the test and it's just you know i was upset and so um fast forward i didn't i still was like okay well maybe the lord still wants me to apply you know to all these schools and he wants to just prove to me that you know he can do this even with such a low score or something like that so i still even at that time started applying at different schools nobody let me in anywhere and so i was like okay well that's that i ended up having to get a job and you know i was still working in criminal um law or criminal as far as criminal um world is concerned. I was working with re-entry clients, the people who were coming out of prison, helping them find housing and stuff like that. And so I still was trying to feel like I was somewhere in the arena of the law, but I knew that I wasn't where I wanted to be because I just wanted to go to law school and be an attorney. And so a couple of years later, it was like two years later, um, my brother-in-law came over. And he was like, yeah, I'm about to go to law school. And I was like, oh, I know. this has got to be a joke. Like, this is not happening. I know he is not about to go to law school. This cannot be happening. And I heard the Lord say, you know, call the school tomorrow. And I was like, yeah, right. You know, and I mean, some people, you know, are not able to hear the Lord so clearly. But Mm -hmm. just as you can hear my voice, I heard the Lord say, call the school tomorrow. And I literally called the school the next day. And um, I was like, hey, um, this is Kiana. I applied a couple years ago, just calling to see if anything changed. And honest to God, they were like, you know, a couple of things have changed since you last applied. And I'm like, okay, you know, not thinking it's gonna be anything drastic. And she's like, you know, our entry score has changed. Um, What did you get on the LSAT? And I'm like, "Mm -mm." you know, like, what's the score? I didn't wanna tell her. What I got, I was just like, let me just see what she gonna say before I have to tell her, you know, what I got and embarrass myself. And so I was like, no, what's the score now that you have to have? And she was like, all you need is a 143. And I just was like, if you don't remember the other part of the story, that was the score that I got the second time that I took the test after that fast. And I was telling them at the retreat back in the um, pager days, if you had a pager or a beeper or whatever they wanted to call it, when you text somebody 143, that meant I love you in beeper language. And so as soon as she said 143, I just was like, are you serious? And she said, yeah, you know, what did you get? And I'm like, I got a 143. And so I didn't have to reapply or anything. Um, She just told me, you know, I needed to resubmit a couple of documents just because they were outdated, but other than that, I would be able to start. And so when I hung up the phone, I just cried and cried and cried and cried and cried. And it was mainly because it's so often that, you know, we think that God is not listening or God is not, you know, moving because it's not happening in our time or when we feel like it should be happening when actually it's happening in perfect timing and it's happening at the time that you're going to need it to happen for for it to succeed, but because it didn't happen when we thought it should, we're devastated and we're crushing. I was, I, that, that was me. And so, you know, I started at, at this point, I started law school with a husband, with a daughter, you know, not right out of undergrad, like everybody else. And so while the world may look at it and feel like, you know, I was coming in this thing quite backwards at this point, married with a child and everybody else is in here fresh out of undergrad. I, the Lord knew, I didn't know at the time, but the Lord knew that I was going to need The husband that I have and the motivation from my daughter to be able to succeed in law school the way that I did and had I gone when I first got accepted when I wasn't married and I didn't have a daughter, I would not have been nearly as successful, if at all, in law school as I was once once I had them so. Thank the Lord it was a it was a full circle moment but it just again proves that he knows what he's doing for a reason mm-hmm.
0: I love that Kiana like I love hearing it all over you <laughs> I, know the, I know for the people that are listening that have not met you yet because I'm sure they'll be coming your way soon Um, like, it's just like, if you don't say anything else, drop any more gems, you've already said enough because, you know, let's talk about being delayed, you know, but not necessarily deny and, you know, our way, you know, because I'm one that is guilty of, you know, having a kid and then going back to school to get the degree or just feel like I had to, you know, do my, my life out of sequence according to, you know, other people's, um, you know, the way of the world, right? Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. This- Backing up a little bit, you just like you know what? Now that I do think about it, you know what? God, you just really are just so cold with how you be strategizing some things. Yes, yes. And you protect us in such a way, and you block us from some things that when you feel like, okay, not yet, you know. But that doesn't mean that the sacrifice that you had when you was putting your life on the line, Lord, have. (laughs) He's
1: chopping stakes. (laughs) that is so true and he's gonna honor it and it's just like even if it doesn't look like it in this moment like we just have to trust that he is god for a reason and that even when you said you know he protects us from things and it's sometimes a lot of times he's protecting us from ourselves because Mm -hmm. if you if we knew we'd ruin it and if he showed us even a glimpse at what's ahead we try to do it in our own might and he's like no if i wanted you to do it in your own might then I'd let you, but I'm not, I want to do it in my way so that, you know, it wasn't you, it was me. And then you can't take credit for this thing. And it's a humbling thing because it allows you to never get prideful about get going to law school or or being accepted or graduating or whatever, because you know, it wasn't because of you, you know what I mean? Like there's no way I could ever start a coaching program on how to get into law school. Since I can't tell you, I can't tell you, I can't (laughs) give you nothing. I tried. okay. it didn't work when I tried it my way. So if you ever need some advice on how to get it, don't ask me because that's how I got it. You know what I mean? And so there's people that can teach that because they believe they did it on their own. That's not going to ever be my story. And so, you know, I just think he has a very strategic way of making sure he gets what he wants out of us, even if that's just the glory for what he's done.
0: That's it. I love that. Now y'all see why I was like, okay, we're going to wait on you, Keanu. We're going to wait on you.
1: Cause
0: you know, it's just, it has to, and I always tell the community, like, you know what? It's not, this platform is just not for me. It's not about me yeah. at all. Um, I'm just doing what God is sh- revealing to me in this season. And even with like the, the stuff that I've been through this week, um, Oh, yeah. it's been only by his grace. Like people just will have yeah. like no clue, like the stuff yeah. that I went through. And I'm like, okay, God, I know the blessings is coming because I still trust you in the season where it's exactly. like, like exactly. is. you know, I'm still trusting you when I can't track you. And exactly. I think, um, with being a mommy millionaire, it's not so much that we look at and we focus on the millions. But I will say with being a team mom, with living paycheck to paycheck, trying to break generational curse um, off my own life to wanting more and wanting bigger for myself, that millionaire mindset and that millionaire legacy says that I can do more and I can have more because I serve a God that's bigger, right? And Mm -hmm. I can't get to that next level until I first acknowledge him and who this platform is for. So I'm like real particular about who comes and speak to our lady so I want to jump into this you have a post you just put up probably two days ago first of all okay you look so bomb you always look fashion I don't know if you know I have a boutique called house of divas that you know what I'm just we just it's just on prayer pause that's what we're gonna say it's on a prayer pause um, because I do feel like God is giving me new direction with it, um, but I have this love of fashion, so um, I always look at just the fashion and the women, and I always tell you how I love your brand, the effortlessness that you you, Thank you, you you display. It's not you're not trying to be nobody else. This is just what it is. And honey, you be coming with the work slate all day, every day. <laughs> Okay. It's a part of, it's a part of the brand at this point. Like, what is, doing? What is she wearing? Like, what is the dream <laughs> like at this point? Because you're slaying. Um, Thank so you, you slay it. And it's like, I rather let you think you're one up on me. than show you my hand. I'm going to take the time to read these three nuggets that you gave. Cause I think that it's important for them to see it. Mm-hmm. But if they would go to this photo, this, what you got on is it's a complete power pose, right? Yeah. It's complete power pose. Like I do feel like uh, at this point we are very well connected. You are stuck with Marquita today yeah I, glad, I would love to be stuck <laughs> we,
1: with more people to share
0: okay suck. Um, and i am telling the community that um I, I now look at them as sisters so i'm gonna be saying yeah sister. and the reason for that is because in the middle of what i'm currently going through i never felt like i could be as transparent as i could but i've been able to mm-hmm. bounce back on this community and you know mm-hmm. what y'all are like pushing me back up y'all are like you got this yeah um, you
1: do you do so, you I mean there's only one other alternative, and that ain't an option. That so, ain't an option. Like so dude. you got this then. You that that's it.
0: That's so, it. so devil knuck if you buck if this is <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. so I have I have all brothers and all boys. So I was like, oh, I need some soot, so I'm gonna build the community. But you have winning and looking like you're winning is two completely different things. Here are a few nuggets uh, to make sure you're actually winning in every scenario, right? One, you need to keep a good lawyer in your circle that will show up to any meeting with you, ensure that you're getting that you're never getting played. Okay. First of all, if you <laughs> don't know Kiana's trademark her stuff. She does, she's still a she's not just a trademark attorney, period. Okay. <laughs> Two, she says having a holding company, LLC, that holds your assets so that they're separate from your personal liability in one place. Uh, for your kids later okay touch yep okay yep. talk about mommy making millions we're not talking about hustling out here y'all we ain't talking about hustling okay then number three kiana you got on here stop neg- number three you're gonna hit a little different okay so if you're driving <laughs> take the time to pull over uh or, or just whatever you're doing so number three says stop negotiating with yourself Ooh. yeah The idea yeah. that you have um is worth millions. And I love that because I'm always mm-hmm. with strategy, I'm always saying, y'all, y'all sitting on million-dollar ideas, y'all just don't know what to do with them. Yeah. yeah, You say you're being so busy doubting yourself and comparing yourself to someone else that you haven't been um committed like you swore you would. No one is coming to save you. And once you Nobody. Win, it's just the game change, boom you mm-hmm. gotta get up get out mm-hmm. and get some no you didn't say that part but um, <laughs> it
1: fit though no. it fit it fit right <laughs> in it
0: did and it said get out um get the work uh get to work um wait 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 get up get out get out here and work like it's up to you but pray like it's up to god he'll cover
1: you from there yep yep yep, yep. And, and and the thing is mark i do not I'm not a wordsmith by no means, but I only try to share what I know is fact, what I know is true, what I've experienced myself, what I know without a shadow of a doubt. And that's exactly what that is, is that once you decide, like, nobody's going to come and knock on my doorstep tomorrow and give me $3 million and say, hey, I want you and your kids to be set that's not happening you know what i mean that's not happening you're not the Mm -hmm. chances of you marrying some rich man and him coming and just changing your whole life like pretty woman sis 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 if you wake up tomorrow and decide he don't like you no more then there goes that fairy tale dream like (laughs) let's just cut the crap at the end of the day i'm not trying to marry well or up or whatever i want to make sure that i am in the will of god whatever that looks like and that's the richest safest, most secure place I can be. And some, for some that may not be wealthy, that may not be wanting to be a millionaire, that may not mm-hmm. be wanting to be an entrepreneur, that very well may just be a healthy family. That may just mean peace in your home. That may just mean that you want to be able to have children because you're not, whatever richness and wealth looks like to you or whatever success looks like to you, that's a upon it's, a, it's between you and God. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Like there's no other body or no other being that's going to help facilitate that. But you have to be a participating party. There's only so much somebody can do for you. And at the end of the day, it's going to be between you and God. Nobody's coming to save you. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) And if I tell myself that every morning, I'm going to get up and I'm going to do something about it because ain't nobody coming. Nobody's coming. Nobody.
0: That's it, y'all. I told y'all, if she say nothing else, she didn't already gave us the gems. Uh, (laughs) that's that's just so that's so good and that just goes back to faith without works is dead so that's why i I had to um i was sitting here looking through you know i had to take the moment to just read that because that was for somebody and it just definitely does follow along with just who we are and who we are trying to become you know um it's not gonna always be easy and it's not gonna always look like uh glitter and gold but if you mm-hmm. stay and you do and you keep going and you trust god in this process y'all y'all are going to get to that millions or whatever wealth looks like or success looks like for yeah you. So don't stop she's the living testimony y'all okay this is true it is uh, really true it really is so in the meantime while they're on their process of becoming mm-hmm. man we need to be protecting our
1: intellectual value as well as our trademark name. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. And honestly, this is what is all you have that makes you different. Everybody has watched Shark Tank.
0: We all know,
1: you know, the first thing Mr. Wonderful gonna ask is, is what's, what is proprietary about this? What makes you different? What makes you, you know, any different than the next person that's probably doing the same thing? There's nothing new under the sun. We all know that. And as soon as you do invent something new, somebody's coming to make their version of you real quick. And so you have to be able to make whatever makes you, you, or makes you special or different. You have to make sure you own that. And, and a lot of times with our community, it's not protected. And then somebody else of a fair shade comes along, creates it themselves, and then it pops up and it's in Target or it's here or it's there. And now all of a sudden we're whining and crying about what happened. And it's like, hey, they know the game. And they've known the game for a long time and they've had the resources also, let me not add that, to make Mm -hmm. sure that they go about it the way that we should have. And it's an unfortunate thing, but I, I truly believe that the that the field is leveling at this point. And the more knowledge that we acquire, the more information we gather, the more we are intentional about going about business and life the right way and the legal way, the more we're being intentional about leveling the playing field. And I think. I know for a fact, all of us have gifts and talents and, and um, ideas and brands that are more than worth protecting. It's just the fact that we haven't known the importance of a trademark. A lot of times we've com- confused a trademark for an LLC, and that's not the case. A, a trademark is here to make sure that you own this brand name that you're protecting more so than anything else. It's not an email list. It's not you know filing an LLC in your state. An LLC in your state is just going to let your state know that you're in business and they, they can expect their taxes from you under this particular name, but it doesn't give you any ownership of that particular brand. Somebody else in Georgia can come along and start a, a name with that, I mean, a brand with that same name while you're in Michigan, and it's not going to be a conflict whatsoever. And so we have to make sure that we're going through all of the steps necessary to make sure we're covered on, on every front. Um, I'll tie this in really quickly. Uh, there was a, I was watching Shark Tank today. There was an older episode on, and it was called Brownages, and it was bandages that band aids, but it was for you know the skin colors. And I, oh. I know this came out years ago because I well, I remember this brand from years ago, and this was a, a Shark Tank episode from 2020. I just now watched it, and 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 Mr. Wonderful kept saying over and over again, you know, there's this this idea is a great idea. It's all for brown and brown and darker skin tones instead of just having that ugly same color that Band-Aids usually come in. Um, but the real essence of what this brand is, it, it it falls in the name. The name is so unique. The name is what's amazing. I mean, the Band-Aids are great, but the name is what makes this thing. Amazing. And so he said that over and over and over again. And I think that a lot of times we, we sleep on ourselves in regards to our own creativity and we are like, oh, that's cute. No, it's, it's more than cute. It's coins involved. It, mm-hmm. it, there's money there. And I think if we knew how amazing and how creative we really are, we'd catch on before they do instead of them looking at our stuff and they're like, oh, that's a real money maker. let me go trademark it while they're not looking and now all of a sudden you know you get a cease and desist for something that was really yours to begin with but because you didn't protect it or didn't know how you know or felt like you had time someone else has swooped in protected it and now now it's no longer available to you and you have to you know stop the business that really was yours to begin with
0: i love it i love it and i yeah. like the fact that you spoke to um basically we're shrinking ourselves with thinking oh like okay our business it, it isn't um where we think it's at now but you know maybe it'll get there right no exactly yeah open up the gate like come out the gate some of us even before we actually even launch our business need to yeah. be protecting our business because it's mm-hmm. just that important and then we're spending time um, you know, in, adding and investing into something that somebody else can take. Can you imagine somebody exactly, exactly.
1: from you and, yeah. and they got the rights to do so? because. Mm-hmm. They- and Honestly, <laughs> that's the sexy part. That's, I mean, I get it. You know, everybody loves a cute logo or getting their color scheme, scheme back or their brand palette. Or, I mean, that's the sexy part about building, building a business. We're all guilty of it, but at the same time, Don't invest these thousands of dollars into a brand or an agent or a coach or whatever, and you don't own it. You you haven't even started the process. You can file what's called an intent to use application. Even if you know you're not gonna launch for a little while, it's gonna be another year or so. You can still hold on to the name, file the paperwork to file an intent to use application so that when you do get ready, it's still there. Otherwise, you've done all of this to no avail if somebody goes and discovers it or thinks of it on their own. Before you actually go file, and it's again, we're all guilty of it. I get it. It's the sexy, fun part of coming up with a business, but it also there's a ne- a necessary part that we have to we have to pay attention to, or at least hire somebody else to pay attention to when we don't want to. Otherwise, it could all be for nothing. Mm-hmm. And I'm guilty of that, and I think that's why I was
0: like, you know what? Let's get Kiana on here. And let's talk about it because I've spent $1,300 on branding, a website. I've yeah. spent um, money on coaches. But if I had the opportunity, which I'm hoping one of our listeners have the opportunity, while you have the money, while you have the income, um, I always talk about how I was, I'm was. i an income tax baller. Well, I was an income tax baller. <laughs> <laughs> uh, every year I was finding ways to fund my business through my income tax. So Yeah. Um, But when we do have opportunities like that, like if that is you, if you're in a season where that is how you're, you know, you're funding your business out of your pocket right now, until you get to that next level, let's be smart and strategic Mm -hmm. about how we're spending and how we're protecting. Because right now, you know, do you want a cute website, a cute logo, or do you really want to be able to invest in your business on a level of thinking sustainable right because we're going to talk about sustainability in just a second um and really what that looks like in the next three to five years for now but how to be proactive right instead of becoming reactive during that process so yep that's so true that is so true i really love that so one of the things that i wanted to talk about with you was um how you do remain um um innovative and creative and with your law firm. I see the new, um, the digital uh, technology, the ads, the digital ads that you have, the animation ads that's going on now. And I'm gonna be honest, um, I love it. Oh, thank you. Here's, here's why. So when you talked about, um, you talked about, you know, basically our brand prepositional value and uh, us doing things different from our competitors right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. As a business growth strategist, one of the things that I focus on, on the back end is strategy execution. And in the process, 70% of business owners fail in the areas where corporate businesses fail in the areas of strategy execution because of X, Y, Z, right? And Mm -hmm. in in the process of that, let me make this super quick, but in the process of that, um, what is to be said is a lot of roadblocks that comes into play or a lot of reason a lot of businesses aren't around today is because they are not remaining innovative they're not remaining creative and they're not exactly. looking at the longevity of their businesses right exactly yeah. yeah and so why am I making this point when I saw your ad I think about the metaverse that we're getting ready to go to through mm-hmm. I think about mm-hmm. the simplification that we're getting ready to go through and I'm hoping that some of you ladies um start seeing it just go to her website if you're on Facebook you'll probably start seeing because I think you have a um whatever it is on the back end but just just check her mm-hmm. out, ladies. um and so our comp we have to be able to put ourselves in position of how can we continue to evolve and not stay or remain complacent and how can we continue to go back and, and be better than what our competition is actually even um how can we differentiate ourselves within the marketplace? And so when I saw that, it automatically made me think about just how innovative and just how, you know, where you were positioned mentally
1: for where you see the McGee Law Firm going in the future. So honestly, when we first began, I had no idea that it was going to be as large as it is. And it was not my goal at the beginning. Again, when I sat out and said what success looked like to me at the very beginning, I was leaving a job where, again, I was helping with reentry, prisoner reentry. Um, and at the time, I was making $55,000 a year. And I thought, OK, if I can just replace this income with my own income on my own and make the same amount doing things on my own by myself, I'll, I'll be happy with that. That was the goal at the beginning was to just pull in 55,000. And again, that can be my goal because that's what success looked like for me at the time. You know that's, That was sufficient for me. I had a husband who also worked full-time. We had, two, we had two children at the time. We were doing just fine based on what I wanted for me, what peace looked like for me. And so that was the goal the goal has since grown because now the response, the growth, the, you know, the investment in in this, what this brand has become has matriculated and grown beyond what I could have ever asked God for at the time, because that just wasn't what I was asking him for. But instead he's decided to send us more and more clients than I could have ever imagined. I don't know how these people are finding us, but I'm grateful for it. And so to try to be a good steward over what he's given, I've also tried to continue to invest in myself in regard to education, to business, to branding, to marketing, to um, all of these different things to make sure that I'm staying um, ahead of not myself, but educated and training mentally to be a good steward over this. If he's sending me these people and these clients and these employees, I want to make sure that I'm being a good steward over that. I would not be a good steward at this point if I still was like, hey, well, I'm cool if we just do 55000 still a, a year because that's no longer going to cover no longer, not even my salary, nevertheless, the 10 full-time people that we have working here. I can't, that's not good stewardship at this point. At this point, if I want this to be able to continue to grow, if I want this to still be a reflection of God and what he can do and what he has done, I have to continue to make sure that this thing is growing and also still being elevated and shown in a way that it reflects excellence and not just you know where we were three, four years ago. We could have kept everything the same, but that would not have justified or that would not have given Um, respect or honor to what he's you know grown for us to do and so the video that you're referring to um, online that video was was a lot more money than I'd like to ever admit but at the same time I felt like this is what I wanted to do for my brand I wanted to be able to set us apart from the other trademark attorneys that are out there I mean all of us can do photo shoots wearing navy blue Tell it, tell it. I'm sorry. I had to say that. Because right. it seems like that's what we're all doing now. I'm not really sure where we got that trend from. But anyway, it really looks like everybody's doing photo shoots in navy blue now. And it's just like, okay, the time is up for that. I don't want people to just come to trademark my stuff just because of Kiana. I want them to come be- to trademark my stuff because of the experience that they're getting here. And so that video doesn't speak to Kiana at all. It doesn't say, you know, have a a character, or a cartoon that looks like me, myself. It is truly to be reflective of the brand because I want this brand to be bigger than me. I want this brand to um, to grow, outgrow me. I want it to be, you know, something a household name in a sense that is known for protecting minority creativity, and it's not just based on myself. If I die tomorrow, I want this brand to be able to carry on. It's no, it's bigger than me now. And I it, and again, I don't want to look like all the other trademark attorneys out here because I don't want to be compared or in the same arena as them. And so to set myself apart, I knew that the growth and the investments that it's going to take to get me there, they're not going to be comfortable. But if you go to my website versus any other trademark attorney's website that We look like the same i'm going to say it that way there's going to be something that is a clear definite difference from the from the very home page and that is my goal at the at the end of the day and so that's genuinely where it came from is just truly trying to always be a good steward over what you've been given and so if you only invest in your in your business when you get tax money baby i think it's the profits the growth the trajectory that you're taking over the year over the years plural it's going to show that that that's the only time that you invested it you know what I mean like it's Mm going to be obvious because there's not as much growth there that could be if you were to take it more serious if you were to get up at 5 a.m and I'm not a 5 a.m person don't get me wrong I might do that every blue moon if I got something really pressing on my spirit but that's not an everyday thing for me but I know some other entrepreneurs who are mommy millionaires who do that they get up every day at five they got plenty of kids too and so they're doing it because they know that's their only quiet time. You got to do it, whatever you got to do. But I think it's always going, to, your business is always going to show who's working and who's not, who's investing and who's not, who's just like, okay, let me take some more cute pictures. And that's all it's going to take. That's not all it's going to take. Cute pictures are, are it's that's fun, but it's going to take a little bit more than that and a lot more creativity and elbow grease to set yourself apart because I, I believe our audience is a lot more sophisticated than. Um than just being able to be swayed by cute pictures. It's gonna, they're gonna need more than that and be able to see that you care much more deeply than just having everybody wearing navy blue. That's it, y'all. Um, yeah.
0: You know what? I had like two more questions, Kiana. What you just said was just it, honey. And I am <laughs> those 5 a.m. moms because it is quiet time for me, but I do like the perspective of, you know what, I'm not this, but if it requires this, then this is what I'll do. Um, I like when you talked about the competitor analysis, you know, what differentiates, differentiates me as a brand is number one, first of all, my goal, and that's truly important. So please don't miss, don't miss anything that Kiana is truly saying, y'all, please listen to this episode, rewind it, let it marinate, come back to it and listen to it again, mm-hmm. because she's truly showing you what it takes to be successful her track record is showing that she's successful and you know what she's saying i'm stepping out of the box number one i don't even want to be in the same arena with some of these other people no okay so and that said that speaks volumes you know and i I, that speaks volumes about you kiana and it also should be the mark for other mommy millionaires and that is not to say that we're holier than thou but you know what i want to be um solely just I don't want
1: you to be able to I'm not I'm just not them girls so yeah yeah and honestly it's not like you said it's not a pride thing or arrogant thing it's this it's saying that I want to offer something where you can't compare me to somebody else because when you really look at everything lined up together they're not offering what I'm offering it's like a clear distinction you know what I mean it's like whether you're flying delta or Spirit. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not calling nobody else Spirit Airlines, so please don't take that and run with it. I'm just using this as an example. Uh-huh. That I'm saying as far as what these two airlines are offering, mm-hmm. you're not asking for the same experience on Delta that you're asking for at Spirit. Yes, they both are airlines, but they're not asking for the same experience. Right. It's two completely different things. So although again, they all both they both the planes both have two wings on the side, mm-hmm. there are similarities there at the nuts and the bolts of it. But when it comes down to the experience that you're looking for, they're two completely different things. And yeah. so I think even if Delta was like a private airline jet or an airline that only did private airlines or private, you know, c- celebrities or whatever else. Again, it's an airline. But depending on, you know, what you're looking mm-hmm. for is two completely different experiences. And so I just mean that in that regard, not to say mm-hmm. that I'm better. Mm-hmm. I just want to make sure that it's a clear distinction, that mm-hmm. there's a different experience that you're getting over here. Versus what you'd be looking for where that the clientele that would actually go there would never come over here and, right. and vice versa Absolutely. like it's a clear thing it's a clear cut where we are to our two markets would never compete with each other because they're not looking for the same things that's it bam yeah
0: I know we don't have time to go over but clearly what you're talking about especially from a world of strategy execution is setting clear boundaries and also Mm -hmm. having that belief system in place to help keep you guided so that when you do things like have you know spend more money like you said way more money than you want to it's still (laughs) aligning (laughs) it's aligning with the strategy so you're Mm -hmm. okay with coloring you know doing something a little bit different because you know where it's going to get you as compared to, you know, what your target market or who you're trying to, you know, um, target or market to. So you're in, you're, exactly. you're in alignment with your success of, you know, yeah. future alignment. So the last thing I want to talk about, Kenny you have a, a Bible study, Zoom link. Can we talk <laughs> yes. about
1: that? Yeah. And so this is this is one of those things, again, that I think is completely different than what somebody else is doing and what probably other attorneys would probably never do because they don't want to really mix their personal beliefs and business and all of that stuff together. I don't subscribe to that whatsoever. Um, And so a strong part of who I am is is, is a believer. And I have to tell everybody that for me, no matter what business I'm running, the message that I'm trying to get across is always going to be the same. So my, whatever business I'm fronting, it's really just the front to introduce you to Christ. And so whether it's I'm selling you a trademark or a t-shirt, I'm really hoping at the end of the day to introduce you to Christ in some sort of way. Um, and that's really what that is. And so every Wednesday night at 7.30, we have a Bible study. We pick some type of devotional from a different um, Christian uh, woman usually, but it can be anybody, obviously. And we read it together, walk through it together. And it's not a session where somebody's teaching everybody else something. We're genuinely all reading the same book and just sharing what our insights were from that week's reading. It literally lasts maybe 15, 20 minutes we're off and we see each other next week. And so it's truly for accountability more than anything. Of course, we want to read. We want to hold each other accountable to being intentional about spending some time with God, but then knowing that if we don't, where there's a Wednesday coming up and we're going to be the one person that didn't read that week. And so anywho, all that to say that that's genuinely what it's there for, accountability to make sure that we are intentional about spending time with Christ and, and learning more and more about him and not just big swearing that we're all about the business and if he gave us that business how 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 would we look if we were never you know intentional about giving something back to him especially our time I love it
0: that I love yeah. it Kiana thank you so thank much you. for no, no doing problem. this interview with us today tell everyone where they can actually find you because after this I know they're gonna be looking for
1: you yeah thank you so much so i'm always on instagram of course at kiana the lawyer um but if you're looking for our professional services um please feel free to reach out to us at trademarkmystuff.com or if you want to shoot us an email about any questions that we've or any things that we've talked about in general you can contact us at hello at trademarkmystuff.com
0: perfect and i will make sure that your information is in our um podcast notes so that they can easily access that
1: perfect 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 well thank you so much for having me and I look forward to seeing you I hope your family is doing at least a smidge better this upcoming week than last week and and I'll definitely be praying for you guys thank you so much Kiana we appreciate that
0: thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode i'm so excited that we were able to go ahead and share and drop some gems with you if this episode was helpful please if you haven't already done so leave us a review underneath this podcast episode share us on social media screenshot this tag us we definitely want to make sure we are connecting with those of you out in the mommy making millions community and so be sure to tag us drop us a review and just show us some love definitely want to make sure that you are pouring back in as we're pouring back out to you ladies also you have the opportunity to definitely support this episode by actually doing small donations to the mommy making million podcast if you like hearing information and gems dropped to help us stay um, just pretty much just in business i guess <laughs> whatever you decide we appreciate it from one mommy millionaire to the no- to another stay tuned until next time